Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. I received an email from a listener named Andy with the following question. Hey Tech Talker, I moved a DVD player from my old computer to my new computer. I hooked up all the wires just like the old one, but when I turn on my computer, I don't see the DVD drive pop up. What's going on? The problem here is related to computer drivers. In this week's episode, I'll be going over just what computer drivers are, what they do, and how you can save yourself a ton of time and trouble by not having to mess with them. But first, this episode is brought to you by Shutterstock.com. With over 20 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips, Shutterstock helps to take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use offer code TECHTALKER5. Now, when I talk about drivers, I don't mean the ones that you see on the road every day. A device driver is a program on your computer that controls a piece of hardware that is attached to your computer. Almost everything in your computer requires a device driver in order to function correctly. Not having a driver or the correct driver for a piece of hardware makes it pretty much useless for the rest of your system. This would be like sitting a child in a car and telling them to drive. They would have absolutely no idea what to do without some instruction. This is exactly what device drivers do for computers. They give a computer a set of instructions on how to use a device. Let's take a look back at Andy's question. Why would the DVD drive not work in a new computer? Well, the most likely scenario is that the new computer just doesn't have the right driver to operate the DVD drive. Oftentimes, you can just use the disk that came with your hardware in order to install the hardware on a new system. However, it isn't always that simple. A lot of people have problems finding drivers when upgrading to a new operating system. For instance, many people have had problems when upgrading from Windows XP to Windows 7. Now, this is because some of the drivers weren't compatible with the new operating system. And this is especially difficult if you're using a much older piece of hardware that may not be supported. And trust me when I say this, this can be very frustrating and it's something I've dealt with many, many times. And just as a quick side note, Apple products have far fewer driver problems than Windows or Linux machines. This is because with Apple products, all of the devices are made by Apple for Apple products. This is not the case with Windows where a computer might have a Microsoft operating system, but it might be made by HP. Not to mention all the other smaller pieces that are made by other third-party manufacturers. When you consider that different devices are made by different manufacturers, you can see how some can fall through the cracks. For example, I had a great little piece of hardware that converted VHS tapes to computer files. When I upgraded from XP to Windows Vista, I was very upset to find out that the manufacturer of the device had gone out of business, and therefore it had not made an updated driver that would allow the device to work with Windows Vista. And trust me, it's a real shame because this was a handy little piece of hardware. Alright, so you know what a driver is, what it does, and how not having the correct one can drive you crazy. Pun intended. My goal for you is to learn from my mistakes, which means always keep a backup of your drivers. You've often heard me say that you should back up your hard drive. However, most people only make a backup of their pictures, videos, music, and never think about their device drivers. Why would you? After quite a bit of searching, I found a free program that has no ads or extra stuff on it that will make an easy backup of your drivers and will allow you to move them from one computer to another, or even to a USB drive if you're upgrading your current computer. And this handy program is called Double Driver. I've posted a link to it in the show notes for this episode, Tech Talker number 76. So go check it out if you're interested in this little utility. 
This program can view, backup, restore, and save drivers on your computer. Unfortunately, Double Driver doesn't really help you if you don't have the driver at all. Luckily, newer Windows versions, such as Windows 7 or Windows 8, are really good at locating missing drivers for you over the internet and installing them automatically. However, they're still not perfect and you may have to do some sleuthing on your own to find what you need. When I'm designing a website or need a graphic for a presentation, my first stop is Shutterstock.com. It's incredibly easy to search for photos because Shutterstock lets you search by subject, emotion, color, just to name a few of their search parameters. What's even better is that they add 10,000 images a day. That's right, 10,000 of them. So there's always new material to check out. You can get any of these images, large or small, for one price. And this is really handy because you don't have to worry about, oh, should I get the larger one or the smaller one? Because they're all the same price. I've personally used it quite a few times and it works great. Okay, now when you decide that you want to sign up for Shutterstock.com, be sure to use the promo code TechTalker5 and new accounts will receive 30% off any package. That's Shutterstock.com and use offer code TechTalker5 to get 30% off. There are a ton of programs on the internet that will scan your system and search for drivers automatically. However, I don't really recommend downloading them because they generally install other junk software on your system and they seldom work well. Your best bet is to use our old friend Google and search for the device driver yourself. Now, oftentimes your first result will be the manufacturer who will provide the driver to you directly. If that's not the case, you'll at least come across forums where people have encountered your exact same problem and others who might have a solution for you. The best way to avoid this is to check ahead of time to make sure your device is compatible with your operating system. And with that, here are your four quick and dirty tips for dealing with computer drivers. One, if you're upgrading your computer or moving to a different computer, be sure to make a backup of your device drivers. Two, many devices will install drivers automatically from the web if you're using a newer version of Windows. Three, Apple devices tend to have less trouble with drivers because Apple manufactures all parts for its devices. Four, if you're having a problem with a specific device driver, consult Google and the manufacturer's website. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keep me technology simple.